When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 through the fan in Dallas. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 through the fan in Dallas. He's also the pre and post game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And Brian, we are here into the practice week and it is not without a little bit of drama. We're recording this on Thursday night as the uh, Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs are tied up at seven currently on Thursday night football. The NFL season is underway. Um, but the Cowboys, you know, we we knew that Sam Williams entering this week was dealing with a little bit of turf toe. Donovan Wilson uh, has been coming back from his injury. Uh, but now you're, you're starting to see some, some cracks on the offensive line. Uh, it was the first practice of the week. Tyler Smith, your left guard, has to leave practice with tightness in his hamstring. Uh, they had an MRI done there, confirmed that it was a hamstring strain. Uh, he has not practiced the first two days of this week. He's been working with Britt Brown and the training staff on on trying to work back. Um, but his status is a little unclear right now. Um, Mike McCarthy said if he's able to do the walkthrough, they're going to try to make him, you know, they're going to try to have him out there. And then just pop it up on the injury report Thursday with an ankle uh, it listed as limited in practice. It's it's the most predictable uh, participant on the injury report every year. It's Tyron Smith. So, Brian, this is your left tackle now who already has trouble with pass rushers like Kayvon Thibodeau, who he's going to see this weekend. Uh, you know, those guys who can threaten with speed on the edge and, and have those inside moves. You've already got Tyron Smith now a little banged up. You don't know if you're going to have Tyler Smith, which I personally think would mean if he's out, I think you're looking at Chuma Idoga, which I, I, I don't necessarily trust Idoga a whole lot. I'm starting to get a little, little nervous here, Brian, about the potential matchup with that left side of the offensive line looking a little banged up. It is very, uh, you know, it's, it's a situation that going in with the way that Mike McCarthy plays and uh, doesn't play the starters in the preseason you're figuring, okay, we're going to have the health of the offensive line. Everything's going to be fine, dandy. And then as you get through practice or through a, a couple of days, all of a sudden guys start dealing with, uh, you know, I, I was told that the Tyron Smith uh, ankle injury was minor. Uh, I know that uh, likely that uh, Tyler Smith is going to be, as you mentioned with Britt Brown, likely till Saturday. I don't anticipate Tyler Smith practicing tomorrow. We'll see how things go. You mentioned that uh, Adoga would be there at the left guard spot. That is a fact. Uh, if the if in fact that Tyler Smith can't go, then uh, Adoga will be the left guard. The backup likely will be either Bass or uh, 
you know, maybe even Awesome Richards in that situation. I, I would I not could, rule out Brock Hoffman. Brock either. Hoffman's another one. I mean, uh, just happened to go by on my way to do the break this morning, and they were practicing. And you know, you as you walk into the studio, I took a, a peek out to my left and just watched for a second as I'm walking. And Hoffman was there at uh, at the uh, at the guard spot. I mean, excuse me, at the center spot. So yeah, they're getting him ready for uh, center guard, whatever he has to play. But yeah, well, uh, they can't trust all these guys. Uh, and if uh, if uh, Tyler Smith's out, well, like I say, Adoga, and then we'll see who's behind, whether it's Bass or Hoffman in that in that role. And look, we got to talk to Jerry Jones on Tuesday on 105 through the fan and. You know, I, I asked him, where is an area of the team where maybe you'd still be in the hunt for some depth that you might be out there searching? And he acknowledged it like we all kind of feel like is that it's the offensive line. The the Cowboys need more depth there. Currently on the active roster, not including the, the practice squad, um, they have three backup offensive linemen. One of them is strictly a guard in TJ Bass. It was also a rookie undrafted free agent. The other is a uh, fifth rounder, Awesome Richards, who I think has some potential, but is is not there yet. Um, and then the other guy you have, the the only veteran presence you have, and somebody who's got some position flexibility, is Chuma Doga, who looked really rough Poor. in, in training yeah. camp, to be honest, yeah. especially at tackle. Yeah, um, which which looked a little better inside of guard, so that's a little comforting. But with your left tackle banged up, I mean, let's say worst case scenario. Tyron Smith's ankle swells up like a you know a grapefruit in the next day, and all of a sudden he can't go, and Tyler Smith can't go. You might be looking at Chuma Doga at left guard and Awesome Richards at left tackle. Yeah, I think so. Off the year. Yeah, I and think so. This was already this trench battle: the the Giants' defensive line with Dexter Lawrence, uh, Leonard Williams on the interior; those two guys. And then you've got, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari and the way that they're able to rush the passer. This was already going to be a matchup in the game that I felt like was going to stress the Cowboys. It was one of the it was one of the areas of this matchup that I felt like, man, that, that's an area where the Giants might be able to get them a little bit. I think all the other matchups, position versus position, you know, receiver their receivers versus your corners, right. your receivers versus I felt like just about every other matchup tilts Dallas's way in this game, but Man, this trench battle was one that I didn't feel confident about. And now if the left side of your line is banged up, now I think you're you're starting to look at that can be, if things don't play out the way you want, that can be the first domino that gets pushed over that then has a huge impact on the rest of your offense and takes away a lot of your advantages. So this is this is an area of concern right now, Brian. Yeah, and you know, good luck finding offensive linemen out there. You know, that's yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that uh you know, anybody that to me was a veteran guy that people were kind of talking about before training camp that never got into a camp all summer, well, those guys become guys, emergency guys on your board. But, man, you just do not want to. I mean, if you had to, you know, go into and, and trying to poach a practice squad player, you know, that m maybe could be a better long-term kind of a thing because it might be a little bit of a younger player or somebody you liked, but – you know, going out and getting a veteran guy, it, it, you know, that's that's just no bargain right now. I mean, I mean, we talked about Jason Peters, you know, and, and is Jason Peters a guy that would be, you know, two, three game kind of a bridge? 
Yeah, sure. But you talk to people in the organization, they also kind of feel like, well, that that ship sailed, you know, but does but does your situation, you know, on the offensive line with 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 Brock Hoffman and, you know, and others, you know, awesome Richards, I mentioned Bass with all these young guys, are you are you setting yourself up for uh, for some failure? I personally, I don't have a problem with TJ Bass. I'm sorry. I maybe I'm the only maybe I'm the only one in the building that watched him for three preseason games not give up a pressure. And they were you know there was a couple of times where they were playing against starting offensive linemen at least first two series of the game. You know, and he got opportunity and another opportunity and more opportunity. You know, I don't, uh, maybe Adoga all of a sudden things figure out and smooth out and he's able to play the guard spot and everything's okay. I don't know if, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see a, and I'm not considering, act like I watched every single practice, but the 10 or so practices that I did get to watch, I wasn't impressed. I was not impressed. And so to me, if you said, well, you know, and coaches will always do this. Coaches will go with the veteran guy just because it's the veteran guy, just because the guys played in NFL games. But, you know, that's the experience factor. I don't know if it's necessarily the best the best case scenario if, in fact, that Tyler Smith can't go. Yeah, I mean, this is something where, uh, you know, this is a Joe Philbin uh, really leaned into this. He's obviously not here anymore. It's Mike Solari now, but. Um, you know, this is a discussion that we used to have with Joe Philbin over the, the years when he was here, where you felt like maybe this guy was a better player than, you know, you thought the younger player was better than this veteran, but the, the line of thinking within the building, and I think it remains the same, even with Joe Philbin gone is, yeah, but I know, uh, this guy's not going to bust. I can live with Yeah, that's what coaches do every time. Yeah, they do they, that. They, they would, they, they would rather. Assignment sound. Yeah, that's they would. They, yeah. Yeah, they, they would rather go with what they think the known is as opposed to the unknown. We didn't know, okay, if you really evaluated Tyler Smith at Tulsa like we did, you could see he was going to play tackle. You could see that he was a guy that was, okay, this guy's you know going to have to work on his hands. He holds a little bit, techniques a little off. You know, there were things you could identify with. But, you know, nobody knew how he was going to play left tackle last year. You know, and they threw him out there and he played left tackle. He played at a pretty nice level. Wasn't yeah. perfect. Wasn't perfect. Led me to believe that, like, hey, maybe you could let Tyron Smith walk here and everything will be fine. If you had legitimately had grabbed a guard during the draft or you went and got one in free agency. But, no, they didn't do that. So, you know, they, they you know, Tyron Smith is, you know, going to play left tackle. And, and I think he's going to be fine. Is he what he was five years ago? Absolutely not. You know, he's 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 a good offensive lineman. At one time, he was a great offensive lineman. He's a good offensive lineman now. So you know, that's that's the thing. I mean, we were talking with uh, with uh, Zach Martin today on our show, 105.3 The Fan. Zach Martin showed uh, you know every Thursday, and first one he's talking, singing the praises of of uh, uh, Terrence Steele. You know, and you feel good as good as you feel about. The right side is as bad as you feel about the left side right now with what's going on with the injury stuff. But that just shows you, I mean, they they threw Terrence Steele out there, you know. And as much as I gnashed my teeth and all this stuff about him playing, 
Kid did all right, and he's done all right for himself. And he and Zach, I asked Zach Martin the same question today. I mean, like, what is it with you two? And he, you know, it's it looks like you guys fit hip to hip and secure and this, that, and the other. And he goes, oh no, man, this guy does it down in, down out every single time, consistently. And so that's what you're trying to figure out, you know, on that other side. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to get that consistency. But yeah, the, it's it, right now. That's that's really, you know, up in the air. The one thing that I think that you know, since training camp, at least Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith have got to work together over there. You know, they have got to work together. Where you know Zach Martin was not, you know, not in camp, but the fact he feels so confident in him and Terrence Steele working together, you know, that makes you feel a lot better than what's going on on that left side for sure. Yeah, but I mean, even still, if you look outside the left side, like the stability right now clearly would be center, right guard, right tackle feels a little more stable than everything else. But you still have some questions at just about every spot. I mean, they're not the same questions as the left guard having a hamstring strain and Tyron Smith, not only with an ankle, but you're also just wondering what level can Tyron Smith even play at anymore? We just don't know. It's not even like a question of, well, he's got to prove he can still do it. It's just you don't know what level he can play at because we've seen him play so sporadically, and there's always a a context explanation for why he played poorly recently. You know, last year yeah. it was, well, he was playing right tackle. He was coming off injury. A little bit before that it was, yeah, okay, he got worked in the San Francisco playoff game, but, man, he had COVID. He was a COVID out. He was probably having trouble recovering. So we don't know what that answer is. But Tyler Biotis, we heard him jawing at people on the field in Oxnard, uh, you know, for for late chips or whatever else. And he would say, you could hear him from where we're at saying, I'm hurt. Like, uh, stop screwing. I mean, he's been yeah. banged up during yeah. during camp. Uh, the Zach ankle. Martin, he's dealing yeah. with that ankle. Yeah. 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 Zach Martin missed a ton of time at camp. Now, he was working with Duke Manyweather the whole time, but he's missed the team reps. And then right tackle, Terrence Steele's coming off an ACL. This just, it feels very just unstable right now against a really good Giants front, you know, right there. That front four is is really intimidating. And so as we head into this game, Brian, do you think we see maybe more Rico Dowdle? Is Dowdle in there as as one of the better pass protecting backs? Do they have him in there more? Do they go some max protect stuff? Um, you know, do they do they do things to, you know, shift help over to the left side of the line? What do you think the response is? Even if you have Tyron and Tyler playing, what do you think the response is to two guys who are clearly banged up on that side of the line? What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. To me, Bobby, there, I feel like that if the Cowboys, it's going to be about controlling the front. You're absolutely right. But the Giants have two rookie cornerbacks that are going to yeah. play in this game. You know, when you talk about with, with Trey Hawkins, and then you also talk about with Deontay Banks, you know. And so to me, you know, 
I know there's I know there's always the thing about balance, and I know McCarthy wants to run the football, and I think he's going to try and run the ball on the edge. I really, really do. I'm, you know, I think that's kind of where they're going to try and make livings is get the ball to the edge, and then see if they can get it outside the tackle box and hit make some hit quick hitting plays that way. You know, trying to manhandle the Giants in in inside, I don't think is the best recipe, especially if Adoga is the left guard. Yeah, but to me. Man, if you could find a way to protect in this game, you know, I will absolutely take my chances with the three Cowboy receivers, you know, having to deal with Trey Hawkins, uh, Deontay Banks, and then also dealing with the Dory Jackson in the, in the slot. You know, I think there's some plays to be made against those guys, and especially with all the crossing stuff. You know, the one thing that, you know, and talking to the people with the Giants – uh, about their situation, stuff like that. You know, they're they're they, these are young corners. They've you know they've got a lot of ability, but you know, they don't have a lot of experience, and that's the thing that kind of worries them, especially against the Cowboys receivers. Can the Cowboys uh, hit them with some off shoulder throws or back shoulder throws? You know, can they run crossing routes? Can they separate? You know, the the Hawkins and Banks both are press man players. We know what Wink Martindale is as a blitzer. He's gonna he is going to test this Cowboys offensive line, but you mentioned it. He is also going to test the running backs in blitz pickup. So, but if if Dallas shows that they can't, if the Giants don't have to blitz and are able to get home and get pressure without blitzing, this could be a long night for the Cowboys. This could be a very long night, but they've got. But if they somehow, some way, pick up or secure their fronts, and Dak has to, you know, get the ball out quick, like we've seen, there's some plays to be made on the outside against this secondary. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Stars, an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 